Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. All right, I always like to kick the show off with something super interesting. And I don't know if you heard about this, but Google is going to start adding labels to help all of us identify pictures that were generated by AI. And they had to do this because remember all the deep fake images of Donald Trump resisting arrest in New York City totally took the Internet by storm earlier this year. Oh, and then there was that picture of Pope Francis in a Balenciaga puffer jacket. He had that big cross on it. Well, anyone could tell that was fake. I mean... The B-52s were in the background asking the Pope, where are you going? And he said, Rome, if you want to. (laughs) Sometimes I just crack myself up. And on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this. It's America's largest show about all things digital. It's called The Kim Commando Show because I'm America's beloved digital goddess. Kim Commando here with you once again. If you're a new listener, hey, so glad that you found us. I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital that I can help you out with. That's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And you can always drop me your questions the old school way. Yes, through a note on our website. Head over to commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. All right, every single day, I don't know really how many different websites that I look at. I know it's at least 30, but I want to make sure that you're up to date on all things digital. And let's start with number one of five things. Now, I'm sure you've heard all the warnings about how one day in the not-too-distant future, artificial intelligence is going to kill us all. I know, a lot of people are freaked out about that. Now, according to Apple's co-founder, Steve Wozniak, he says it's already happening. Here's his quote. If you want a study of AI gone wrong and trying to kill you every chance it can, get a Tesla. That was him talking on CNN this past week, and he's right. In February, the Associated Press reported a Tesla recall and a federal investigation connected to Tesla's automated driving systems, where at least 19 people had died in crashes. Wow. Where Tesla's autopilot is strongly suspected of being used. So Wozniak said that when powerful new technology is introduced, we should all remember that tech brings good and it also brings bad. So we need to prepare people for the possible dangers of what's coming, and we need to really do that. All right, next on our list of five things, coming in at number two, voice cloning. Yes, music is already being created using the voices of big-name artists, but it's being done without their knowledge or permission. Dr. Jerry Del Chiano is a former broadcast media exec and now a professor at New York University. He says that using current AI technology, anyone can write a song and record it using AI-generated voices of current pop stars without their knowledge, which means they're not going to get paid the big bucks. So it's already happened to Drake in The Weeknd. And I have to tell you, I heard a song with Ariana Grande in The Weeknd before it got pulled. And I'll tell you, it was really good song. And it's not hard to do. All you need is a voice sample. Online companies with names like Murph and Resemble, they're going to put it all together for you for less than 100 bucks a month. Now, some of you may write this off as saying, oh, that's okay. These stars already have millions of dollars. It's not okay. It's stealing. It's yet another example of where the law has a long way to go to catch up with technology. Next, coming in at number three of our five things is multitasking. You may think that you're really good at it, but you may actually just be lying to yourself. 
So let's say you're in the middle of a really important Zoom meeting. You receive an urgent text message, you reply. Then you remember, oh, gosh, I better go get some chicken. So you jot that down or put it on Instacart. And then you say, oh, so efficient. But here's what's really happening. Speaking to the Wall Street Journal, MIT professor Earl Miller says that when you responded to that text, you actually tuned out of that Zoom meeting and then you heard whoever was speaking, but you did not actually take it in or absorb it. Because the research proves that our brains are wired to perform only one cognitively demanding thing at a time. So you're not really multitasking. Instead, you're task switching. So you're rapidly shifting from one thing to the next. You're juggling tasks, but you're not doing any of them well. You're less creative, more prone to errors, and the quality of your work, it just suffers. And that's the end of the story. And coming in at number four is uh, something from it's the About Time department. In the two years since they've been on sale, Apple's AirTags have been used equally for good or evil. They locate lost and stolen items, yes. But they're also used by jealous ex-partners to stalk former partners or worse. Two California women just filed a class action lawsuit claiming that AirTags made it easy for them to be stalked and harassed. Then they're probably going to win this lawsuit, I bet. Uh, an Indianapolis man was killed by an ex-girlfriend who used an AirTag to track him down in a bar. Now, finally, both Apple and Google are working together for on a single industry standard to warn if an AirTag is actually following you. So if it's yours, the phone's going to pop up with an alert. If it's not yours, the phone is going to pop up with another alert to help you find the tag's exact location so you can disable it or even just alert the police. So this is all good news, but... Why did it take two years for these two companies to figure it out? And finally, this coming in at number five, if you're planning a night out this weekend, here's a warning about the newest scan. Before, about the newest scam. Before you scan in your favorite restaurant's menu using a QR code, listen up. More bars and restaurants than ever have placed their entire menus online. Now, QR codes, you know what they are. Looks like a puzzle, stands for quick response. So you scan it into your phone, up pops the menu, the restaurant saves money. They never have to print a menu again. But you have to be careful because hackers are replacing restaurants' QR codes with their own. And let me tell you, it's not hard to create a QR code. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You just go to qrcodemonkey.com and you type in a web address and then up it just pops out. But these QR codes on the menus, instead of taking you to the menu or to a checkout, it instantly downloads malware on your phone, stealing your location and all your personal information on your device and some of these bogus QR codes can even put malware on your phone and steal everything in your bank account. So the bottom line is this. If a QR code is anywhere, never, ever assume it's safe. If you're in a restaurant, ask a waiter to be sure it's the real one. If you see it on a door, make sure that you ask the store owner. If you see it, a QR code where you're going to be paying your parking, what I want you to do is to make sure that you just rub your finger over that QR code and make sure that it's not a sticker because that's always a sure sign that that could actually be some malware and scamware there too. Hey, but speaking of restaurants, uh, here's a joke that you can share with your family members and friends and kids. Uh, a guy's at a restaurant and he asked the waiter, so how do you prepare the chicken? And the waiter responds, we tell them right up front, you're just not going to make it. Isn't that awful? All right, so we have a jam-packed show that you don't want to miss a moment. We're talking about 
uh, how to find some lost relatives or friends online. Oh, I've got some tricks to a great email marketing campaign. We're also going to talk about how to avoid those sneaky subscription fees and how you can use the internet without being tracked. And of course, we have all of your great phone calls that you never, ever want to miss. And of course, you have more of me, Kim Commando. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And just a reminder, you can always email me your questions. The easiest spot to do that is through the website. Not on social media, all over social media. But I have like just one spot where I know that I read every single email, and that's at commando.com. And in that upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says Email Kim. And while you're there at the website... Hey, this is amazing. I looked at the numbers this morning. We had 21,672 thumbs up and 700 thumbs down. I'm talking about the brand new and improved Kim Commando newsletters. And if you used to get our newsletters and said, oh, gosh, they're just clickbaity and they're full of spam links. No, not spam links. If, if you used to get the newsletter before and you said, oh, they were just clickbaity and there were all these ugly ads for colon cleanses, you know, I know they were horrible. So that's why we took it upon ourselves to just take it from start to finish and just revamp the whole thing. And that's why tens of thousands of people are giving us thumbs up and a couple of hundred people are giving us thumbs down. They normally say they don't like change. So just go ahead and get the newsletters. You're going to love them. Head over to getkim.com. Once again, that's getkim.com. Jeff in Pikesville, Maryland, let's start with you. Well, I feel I'm probably not in a minority on this, but I'm transitioning after years of being an audiophile, having hundreds and hundreds of compact music compact discs, and now trying to digitize them so that not only from a storage standpoint, I can kind of get rid of that, but also for to have the ability to access my music. I'm a Mac user, and I'm kind of devoted to the Apple side of things with iPhone, iPads, iPods, HomePod, et cetera. And it just seems like, uh, I don't know, I keep reaching out different t- uh, friends and different colleagues, and, uh, and it's pretty much like opinions are like derrieres. Everybody's got one. So I'm reading your newsletter the other <laughs> night, and I thought, wait a minute, I'm missing, here's the expert, you know? <laughs> so uh, that's when I reached out. Well, thank you for that. And so how many CDs do you have? Uh, I'd say probably the collection now is somewhere just south of a thousand. Wow, boy, that's a lot, Jeff. Jeez, Louise. Well, it's one of those situations that I was in radio communications as a DJ for a number of years, and you get them free and you kind of accumulate. So, you know what's so funny is I was going to say that when you first came on the air, I said, "Gosh, you have a fabulous voice. You do." Well, thank you. you. I thank my parents. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, so tell me what you've tried. Because I, I, I have a feeling you've tried a few things. That's a good place to start uh, because I just began ripping them. Uh, you know, this was on a former iMac where you just had to slot on the side and started putting them in. And then when sure. I upgraded to an, an 8 gig uh, iMac, well, it didn't take long before that was eaten up either. And then I ended up with a one terabyte G drive and starting putting them over there. And then the next thing was, well, you should convert those to the cloud. And I thought, okay, so then you just, it's just starting to run into a bunch of confusion. And I, I grew up in a family owned business and my dad's theory was you can always get more money, but you can't get more time. 
So that's true. 100%. I feel like right. when I'm sitting here ripping all these CDs and then I don't have access to them, uh, it's not really a very productive use of time. Okay, you've got a couple of ways to do this. Okay, um, I'm going to start. I'm going to start first with the storage. Okay. Okay. Um, because there you have different options. You have anything from it. YouTube Music. You can put a hundred thousand songs up there for free. Uh, you could do what I'm thinking is probably going to be the ultimate goal as a Plex server. Have you ever run into that? No. Uh, the only thing that I've ever seen on that line is a product uh, called the Brennan, uh, but I don't know much about it, and the reviews are very, very mixed. Question. Yeah. Uh, well, the Brennan, that's, the Brennan is something else. The Brennan is, well, rip the CDs. Okay. Oh, correct. A, a Plex server, okay, Plex server is where you're going to have a box, okay? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and Plex is the software, and I have some tips on the website that will can walk you through some of this, but just let's talk conceptually. So with a Plex server is that you're going to put all your songs onto this server. And of course, you can back it up on an external hard drive to the cloud, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, the whole, but the whole idea is that once you have all your music on this Plex server is that you have a Plex app, and then you can play that in your car, on the beach in Hawaii, in Cape Cod, in your, you know, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so that's some, unless you want to actually store them all in the cloud, on iCloud, and then of course you're going to have to pay for that. But if you didn't want to pay for it, just keep in mind that that's the Plex server. Okay. Um, so, so what are you running into now? Is it that it's just taking too much time or is it... Well, uh, the, the time is one for thing. Different but, options, but and that's a great question because it boils down to the time I've, I've swallowed that pill. I know it's a transitional thing. Uh, it was kind of like going from albums to cassettes, or you know, it's all those transitions sure. in technology, and you just pay the price somewhere along the line. Uh, I get a kick out of my nephews and nieces saying, "Oh, those are albums! Wow, I haven't really heard one before." <laughs> so. Uh, so in that transition to uh, getting it to where my music is accessible and what I want, of course, you know, Spotify or Apple Music, that's great. But I just like the randomness. There's a song I haven't heard for 10 years or two weeks or whatever. So in the transition of downloading, I've swallowed the, the, that bitter pill of knowing it's going to take time, just going to take time. The problem is accessing the music after I have it downloaded. That's where I was. That's where I started. Correct. So that, that's what I was talking about. Yes. Is that that's where you that's where you can put a hundred thousand songs on YouTube Music, okay, mm-hmm. free, absolutely free, okay, uh, or you can set up what's called the Plex server. So what I'd like to do is let me shoot you over some links to setting up a Plex server, and I know you're the type of guy you're going to totally look all this up too, and I and I think that's going to be that solution. So that this way you can have access to your music. You can hit a shuffle button. You can hear Barry Manilow and Carly B, Cardi B the next moment. I mean, so it's just going to go back and forth. So let me do that and then take a look at that. And then let's talk again, go to the next step. Uh, and maybe it's not this Brennan B3. I, I haven't looked at that for a couple of years, but I, I know it's pretty pricey. I think it's almost like 650 bucks. And so there's got to be 
there's got to be another easier, better way to do that. Aside from telling your nephew, here's 10 bucks an hour to, to, to go ahead and download all these CDs for me. Uh, Jeff, thank you for your call. What was the best-selling CD of all time? What was the best-selling CD of all time? Anybody? Anybody? Well, I'll tell you that answer in just a second. Because first, I'm going to tell you how to find a long-lost relative while you're thinking about that. Because it's easy to touch. It's easy to lose touch with family members, even if you were close. So how do you find that lost family member or friend? Well, thanks to the Internet, there's hope. Uh, One of the best places to start out is FamilyTreeNow.com. It's a free option, but I would tell you, oh my gosh, you're going to be surprised about all the info that they may have on you. So make sure that you check your own name out too. And then over at Commando.com, we have all the steps on how to opt out. And you don't want to stop there. You want to look at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. They also have powerful tools and also Ancestry, MyHeritage, invaluable resources. And it's going to get you one step closer to finding your friends and family, well, Unless they owe you money, then they're probably going to be hiding. All right, let's go back to the best-selling CD of all time. Michael Jackson's Thriller was released in 1982. They say it has sold an estimated 66 million copies worldwide. And you know those songs. Beat It, Billie Jean, of course, the title track, Thriller. Hmm, who would have ever known? Hey, still to come, we have three tricks to a great email marketing campaign. Of course, we have more phone calls. And you have me, Kim Commando. I think every single business on the planet needs an email marketing strategy. And here are a few tips to help you get started. Number one, you want to personalize your emails. Maybe put the recipient's name in the subject line because that increases the chances that they're actually going to open the email. You also want to do A-B testing. I know it's a hassle, but you send your email with different subjects to see which one gives you a higher open rate. You're not going to send it to the whole list, of course. Maybe only send it to 5% of the list, and then you can tell which which subject is going to be the best one. And next, you want to look at what days of the week that you're actually sending out your email. You want to send your email on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday if you're only sending one a week. Why? Because those days have the highest open rates. And speaking of open rates, anything over 40% is actually pretty darn good. All right, coming up in just a few moments, we have a great tip about how to avoid sneaky subscription fees. And then later on, how you can use the internet without being tracked. And let's see, let's go back to the phones with Mike in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Well, I sure hope you can help me. Uh, I've kind of been the designated tech person in our family for my wife and I, and she has an iPhone 7, and it's been a nightmare trying to transfer photos from it to the computer or to a, a external hard drive. And uh, I just wonder if there's a, an easier, less frustrating way that you can help me with is her phone full? Yes, basically yes. Um, okay. She's got a 32 gig and she doesn't have very much left on it. That's not that's not very much nowadays at all. No, right? no, it's not. I was just looking. I didn't realize it was that old. Uh, so I'm trying to find a way to get these off so I can clear it and hopefully keep it cleared. Well, you know, 32 gigs is not going to be, it's going to, you're always going to, I think you're always going to be running into this problem. The other thing that just to keep in mind is that the iPhone 7 was discontinued on September 10th in 2019. So that phone is an old phone and it's not getting the latest security updates. So 
if I were you, I would do a couple of things. Number one, I'd try to figure out, first of all, how to get her on a newer phone and upgrade uh, call your cell carrier, you know, whatever it may be, go down there to Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T, wherever you go, and then see if you can get a brand new iPhone. Now, just keep in mind that we are just weeks away from the Worldwide Developers Conference, uh, which happens in June of every year. That's where Apple announces their new iOSs, which means that we have new iPhones in September or uh, October. So if you can hold off closer to September, October, then you can probably pick up a brand new iPhone 14, which is the latest model. So you're on seven. See how far we have to go here? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and you're going to get a better deal than if you buy it today. Okay. just And then at that point, you can back all of her photos up to the cloud, buy her a nice 512 gig, because 32 is just minuscule now. Okay. Sure. Or a one terabyte, and then you're not going to have to worry about all these gyrations. Okay. Because, of course... You can use the Files app, but that's on iOS 11 or later, which, you know, you just don't have. Uh, you can use an external storage device. I'll send you some links about this, and then you can try to hook it up to a USB drive. And then you got to get a lightning cable to USB, and then you're going to plug that into your computer. But, Mike, every time she's going to turn around, she's going to be telling you, I ran out of space again. Uh, exactly. And we've got a... 45th wedding anniversary, we're going to go to Greece in October, so I really wanted to get these all off of there. Oh. Okay, you know what, sweetie, you're just, you just need to buy her a new phone. Okay. Because okay? Um, this one's been discontinued. Wait until uh, September, August, September, when the new iPhones start coming out, and then people are going to be buying the new iPhone 15. And uh, and then your lovely bride of 35 years can go to Greece with a brand new phone and take pictures of every single church that she wants to and every blue roofed house. And she doesn't you're not going to be sitting there saying, ah, just let me finish my Sambuca before I start dealing with the photos on your phone one more time. Thanks for your call today, Mike. You know, sometimes it's a tough job here. I have to tell people, you know what? An iPhone 6 is just way too old to do anything. You need to go spend some money. Oof. Uh, let's see. Feli in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Hi, Kim. Oh, I'm so excited to be talking to you. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, my husband and I are big fans. And uh, my um, big concern is uh, a new search engine to use. We've been using Google for the longest time. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of getting tired of the, you know, many pop ads, uh, sponsored ads. And I was wondering if there's any advice you can give us on the the second. Well, you know, a lot of people are in the same boat. And it's the sponsored ads. It's the constant tracking. And, uh, boy, gosh, you know, nobody ever looks at page two of a Google search results, right? Uh-huh. So if you're looking for more of a, I guess you'd say, a safer search, and a non-invasive search, Uh is that there are always two companies that pop up, two sites that people always mention. Number one is uh, called DuckDuckGo.com, and the other one is StartPage.com. Okay. And in my experience, uh, DuckDuckGo.com doesn't provide the breadth and the, uh, I guess you say, accurate results as StartPage does. Okay. Okay. Start page, and neither one of them track you. Start page, they actually buy the Google search results, 
but you don't see the Google ads or any of the Google garbage because they're not tracking and they don't charge you either. Okay. There may be some other ads on the side of the page because that's they got to pay the bills too. Uh But I've always found in any test that I've done in DuckDuckGo versus StartPage that with DuckDuckGo, I don't always get all the answers that I want. Okay. And the results are not always as accurate as just a plain Google search or if I'm using startpage.com. So if you're asking me which way to go, give startpage.com a try. And then, you know what? Give me a call back and let me know what you think. And Feli, thank you so much for your call today. It's always nice when I can give you options that don't include Google tracking you or any other big tech company. All right, let's do a great tip right now. And this week is brought to us by getrefunds.com. All right, sneaky subscription fees. Oh, you know, I don't mind spending money, but I hate getting conned and I hate getting ripped off. And from Netflix to Amazon Prime to in-app purchases, you're probably spending more money than you ever thought of on monthly subscriptions. Now, here are some tips to clean up those hidden subscriptions that could be eating up your wallet. First of all, how much do you think all these monthly subscriptions are costing you? Give a number, and I'm going to tell you, that real number is much, much higher. It turns out that people underestimate their subscriptions by an average of $130 a month. Wow, that's a lot. So to find these subscription fees, first, I want you to go into your Google Play or iPhone's subscription management tool. They actually have these. I don't know if you've ever looked at it. So for Google, what you want to do is head to your Android device, go to your subscriptions, and then select the ones that you want to cancel. On your iPhone, it works pretty much the same way. In your settings, tap on your picture in the top and then tap subscriptions. So you're going to cancel any that, that so you're going to cancel any that you're not using. But I want you to make sure that you look at these subscription names really, really closely because a lot of these are tricky. I have to tell you, uh, January, I tried this intermittent fasting app because everybody's telling me, oh, you know, this is great. You know, this way you don't eat for 15 hours and then you eat a couple of hours and you don't eat again. It's going to help you lose weight and all that other good stuff. Well, I didn't really use it after, say, a couple of weeks. So in there, it wasn't listed as an intermittent fasting app. It was listed as prime delivery. I'm like, what was that? I totally turned them into Apple, by the way. And they, I think they were trying to disguise themselves as, say, Amazon Prime Delivery. Shysters. So again, just be careful of these monthly subscriptions. If you need these steps, uh, we have them all free for the taking, as always, at the website. That's commando.com. All right, still to come, uh, we're going to be talking about how you can use the internet without being tracked. And of course, we have more of your fantastic phone calls that you never, ever want to miss here on Kim Commando Today. All right, back to the phones we go with Anthony in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, yeah, so I'm basically starting a new video on demand platform here in Arizona. We've already launched. And um, I'm looking to try to figure out a way to build up um, viewership awareness and subscriptions from the ground up. Oh, that's a tough one. Not saying it can't be done, just you're, you've got some big names that you're competing against. Where, what do you think your niche is? Well, we we specialize in basically original um, content that focus on community-based narratives. So we take like real life stories, kind of sort of similar to Lifetime, but not 
as Lifetime. And we pick and choose a lot of up and coming developing actors and the original shows and place them on the streaming platform. So our distribution outlet is, is, growing um but it's just like you know we're just having a, running into a hard time getting people to to you know subscribe or to hear about it so i'm just trying to look for other ways and avenues that we can do to um push it yeah you know it, it's it's hard you know and especially because it's the streaming platforms it's so confusing for so many people anthony that they have mm-hmm. Netflix and Hulu and let's see, Sling and Disney Plus, Paramount, Paramount Plus. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, right? Uh, and I'm not saying that it can't yeah. be, it can't be possible. It's, I'm not saying that it's not possible because anything's possible. But I think what what right. what if I were in your marketing department, I'd say what I would say to you is that we've got to figure out how to collaborate with some bigger names, some huge names. Uh, Social media influencers, mm. online personalities, endorsers who have followings into your target audience that we can build some brand awareness and offer some free trials and make the free trial not seven days, okay. make it 30 days. And then afterwards, okay. we're going to collect uh, and look at analytics and we're going to see who is our perfect customer and then we're going to start when the the term is called growth marketing and we're going to look for somebody okay. who can help us in growth marketing um you know it, it's interesting that you say this because we are relaunching all of our newsletters kind of like the same thing going against okay. all these and you know instead of sending 20 million newsletters a month which is like this crazy number is what if what if we just curated it what if we just come down and that's where it goes down. Where what I'm finding it goes back to marketing basics, finding out who is your target audience, mm. how can we get their attention, maybe using somebody who's bigger than we are, mm. being uh, willing and able to buy those ads because it's going to take advertising. I mean, it is. You can try to do press releases all day long, but nobody's going to do anything. It's just not going to happen. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I figured that. And so, but it's but the term is called growth marketing. There's a website uh, called Marketing for Hire, and that's where it doesn't cost you anything. This is not a commercial. I'm just telling them I used them, uh, and where you say this is a project. This is what I'm looking for. This is how much I'm willing to pay, and these this is the skill set that I'm looking for. Because maybe you're not in a position where you can afford to pay say, a quarter of a million dollars a year for a chief marketing officer who just came off the boat from Paramount or something like that, and they also want a piece of the company and bonuses and anything else along the way because, you, you know, you're just you're bootstrapping this. But this is where you can hire a marketing person uh, for 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week, and that may be all you need to get yourself started in a really competitive marketplace, but you're going to find somebody who has the the education, the experience, and the acumen who may be able to help you. So, uh, you know, think about what I said about social media influencers and free trials, but I also think that you need somebody on your side who can say, Anthony, let's go this way, and I'm only going to charge you $150 an hour for 10 hours a week, and maybe that's what you can afford. Uh, and again, that website is called Marketing for Hire. Anthony, thank you for your call, and hey, uh, you can always advertise here. Just saying. 
I got to tell you, I don't know if this is a business that I would throw my money at. It's going to be really, really difficult. I mean, let's listen to some of these numbers. Netflix, how many subscribers do they have? Uh, almost 231 million subscribers. Amazon Prime, they don't like to release their numbers, but everybody thinks it's around 200 million people are Amazon Prime members. And of course, you get Prime Video with that. Uh, Disney Plus subscribers, 162 million people. Uh, HBO Max, 81 million. Hulu, 48 million. Paramount Plus, 46 million. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know, in the middle of this, there is a streaming service that I actually had to look up because I was like, I had no idea that this even existed. It's called IQIYI, and they have 106 million subscribers. Uh, it's actually based in China, and it's primarily Asian programming. So, But when you start looking at all these numbers, 200 million, 231 million, 162 million, 124 million, 81, 48, 46 million, I don't know. I, I think I would pick a I – pick, I think I would pick another business. I think I would just come out of the blue with just a whole other idea. That's just my advice. Hey, if you like short tips, I'm talking about digital life hacks that you're going to use time and time again. Wherever you get your podcast, search for Commando with a K, and then I want you to just just try it. I think you're really going to love it. They're called the Daily Tech Updates. And every single day, you get one news story and you get one life hack. And each of the podcast, just one minute. So as you're brushing your teeth, you can be like, hey, I know what's up, to, what's going to be happening in the tech news, and here's what Kim thinks about it and what I need to know about it. And then here's a life hack that I'm going to use time and time again. So wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K and go ahead. Try us out while you're brushing your teeth. You're just going to love it. And it's called the Daily Tech Update. All right. Let's talk about now how you can surf without being tracked because you collect cookies when you browse the web. And cookies store your settings, which you looked at at that site for how long, your computer's IP address, your device's IP address, if you went to that site before, just a whole, whole bunch of details. So companies pay big bucks to get the data saved in your browser's cookies. But here's how to stop all this tracking. Now, of course, there's always a benefit to cookies that you don't have to log in with your username and password every single time you visit a site, which is like, oh my gosh, so annoying, isn't it? But these cookies, as I mentioned, they contain a lot of details. So if you want to delete them, just takes a few steps. Or you can just use incognito mode. When you surf the web incognito, your browser doesn't save your history, the cookies, the site data, or any information that you type into forms. So if you want to go incognito on Google Chrome or Microsoft Edge, here are the secret keystrokes. In Windows, you want to press Control-Shift-End, and on a Mac, Command-Shift-End. If you learned or laughed just once, make sure that you tell three people about the Kim Commando Show. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.